miracle night. Need a miracle? Your miracle is here today. Right now. Welcome to Miracle Night. Your miracle is here. Your host, Prophet Jason Leopard. Hello, guys. Hello, guys. Um, welcome, welcome, welcome tonight. Welcome, welcome, and welcome, and more welcome. Um, I want to go over a few announcements right quick, guys, if you would. Um, I'm going to go over a few announcements. I'm going to go over a few announcements, Okay. Announcements, um, guys, don't forget to sign up. Go to www.godsavingministries.com forward slash partnership if you want to be a partner. We need your help, guys. We got a, a thing coming up in March 26th of next year. We'll be up in um, uh, Feel the Woods. Uh, we need your financial support because we're uh, cooking some chili. We're going to be up there just cooking and 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 fellowshipping and preaching and singing. We're going to be doing a box show too. We're reaching out to people, guys. We're reaching out to people. So we need your financial support. You know what I'm saying? We need your prayer, prayer support. So we need these things at this moment. So if you would... Think about and pray about partnering with us in this season because we really need your financial support to reach out. And I promise you, God will bless you. He will bless you. He's never, I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor seed begging for bread. Never have seen it. But guys, I do want to encourage you again to... uh Get your miracle water. We got miracle water here in the studios here in Blue Ridge. We got miracle water here in the studios in Blue Ridge, so we can send it out to you, but we cannot send it out to you unless you fill out these forms, um, unless you go on there on www.godsavingministries.com, and there's a there's a newsletter thing will will pop up. And we send newsletters out weekly. We we didn't this week, guys. I'm really sorry. It just slipped my mind. Um, but we will get back on to that, and we'll let you know announcements. We'll let you know what's coming. We'll let you know what God is doing next. So we'll keep you informed in things, okay? And um, we'll start doing that, okay? But we need you to fill out and get on the e uh, email list so we can reach out to you guys and keep you informed in things. When shows are starting, uh, Friday, um, the prophets on Friday night and on Wednesday night, Miracle Night, we've seen miracles here. I've started this years ago. God spoke to me in a, a truck. So hello, Mary. Hello, sister. God spoke to me years ago about this Miracle Night, and I've been doing it ever since. We've seen miracles. We've seen people get healed on here on Facebook. Not only on Facebook, 
but on our podcast. So we're reaching people with our podcast. And guys, y'all continue to pray about our radio broadcast. We got a 24-hour radio broadcast. You can download it. Uh, we're working on an app for GodSaveMinistries.com. Uh, you can download uh, on Android and Apple the app, and you can go to all these things. So we're working on all these. I've been kind of busy, and uh, w- while I'm not doing too much at work, I need to uh, get busy at doing all this, I know. But uh, also, two guys, I want to let you guys know uh, we got a book coming out. It's going to be on Amazon. We're shooting for Christmas. The book will come out in Christmas, hopefully. I'm hoping it will. But if it don't, just look for it the 1st of January. But I'll let you guys know, and I'll send out an email, let you guys know, y'all got to get this book in your hand. I'm telling you, you got to get this book in your hand. It's it, The book's called Naked. She's Naked, But She's Not Ashamed. My God. I, I just feel I, I just feel that it helps many, many women out there that realize, you know, what their role is in a marriage. And 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 the reason why I'm zeroing out on women because women carry the destiny. You understand? The destiny comes through a woman. And that's that's book this book is just gonna be so powerful and it and it's just we're just praying that it touches Many people, God told me to write it. God told me to write this book, so uh, we are working on it. We're shooting uh, December uh, before Christmas, so just pray for us as we get this book out to reach many people, reach many people for God. And I'm, I'm hoping it blesses these women and get them where God wants them. Amen. Get them, get them where God wants them. Hallelujah, hallelujah. But anyways, guys, just let you guys know about that. Glory to God. All right, let's dive into some scripture now. You guys want to? Let's see what God has on his agenda. I don't have a service plan here. I, I don't. I don't ever plan it. Every time I plan it, God goes elsewhere. He goes elsewhere. So I'm going to put them right there, guys, and I hope you guys can hear me, but I don't never plan nothing. Let me turn this up right here, guys. I don't know if you guys can hear me or not. I don't never have nothing planned. Every time I have something planned, God has something different. But let's go to Psalms 91. I I feel a peace spirit here tonight. I feel God wants to teach us something tonight. Great Holy Spirit, have your way. Have your way tonight. Have your way. My God, have your way. Have your way, Holy Spirit. Teach us what the Father needs to teach us. In Jesus' name, amen. I I do want to uh, read, if you got the King James Version of Psalms 91, I, I don't know why God... He just kept leading me to Psalms 91 tonight. I don't, I don't know. And let's let's dive into that and let's, let's see what God has to say. Psalm 91. Well, I just got a confirmation. My wife said that's where she was reading this morning. So see, God knows what he's doing. That was just confirmation that God was leading me to Psalms 91. 
Now let's say, let's go on the text and let's see what David writes in Psalms 91, King David. King David writes in Psalms 91, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High. Now, I'm just going to stop you right there. I'm going to stop you right there. He said, Who dwelleth in the secret place? See, God has a secret place, my friend. I say God has a secret place. And his secret place, you can only find his secret place when you become his friend. Come on. I'm not going to tell you my secrets unless you're my friend. Come on. Let's, let's, let's just get real. The only thing, the only friend that I see that Jehovah, God, had here on earth is Abraham was a friend of God. Moses wasn't even a friend of God. He used Moses, but Moses was not his friend. See, not everybody is God's friend. Jesus said, I don't call you servants, but I call you friends. See, a servant does not know what his master does, but a friend does. Come on. See, my friend, the Bible also states in Proverbs that a friend sticks closer than a brother. See, blood will let you go, but a true friend will never let you go. Y'all need to push that share button tonight. Would you share this with somebody tonight? Help us spread this gospel. See, my friend, when you become a friend of God, that means you believe in God. You believe what he says. See, the, the problem is Abraham believed God. He believed him. He said, you will have a promised child. I'll give you a child. I want you to call him Isaac. He waited 40-something years on this promise, but he did not doubt. The Bible said he did not waver. He did not doubt. He believed what God had said. See, my friend, let me tell you something. A lot of people don't believe in God. They say they believe in God. They say they have a relationship with God. Oh, Jason, I believe, but your actions don't show nothing what your mouth is saying. Guys, let me tell you something. You know why I believe in him? Because, number one, I saw him. Number two, I saw the son. Number two, three, I've saw the whole. I, I have saw the father in the sky. I've saw these things. Hello, Marla. So here, here is a dilemma, where he says, "He that dwelleth in the secret place." Not everybody can dwell in God's secret place. See, you cannot discern God's secrets unless you become his friend. How can you become his friend? You must first believe. You must first believe. I'm telling you, don't tell me you believe and when he's promised you things, you sit and doubt. That's not a friend. See, see, I'm looking for people that will come in my ministry and believe God sent me to you. See, a lot of people come in this ministry 
They don't believe. They don't. They just think I'm some hocus pocus, another preacher down the road, and nothing like that. Let me tell you something, friend. God has sent me to you this hour, believe it or not. See, a true friend will believe in you. See, and that's why that's why Jesus said, I call you friends, but I, I call you friends and not a servant, because a servant knoweth not what his master doeth, but a friend does. See, God will not reveal to you his secrets unless you become his friend. But how can you become his friend? How can you become a friend of God like Abraham? Abraham was a friend of God. Moses was not a friend of God. No, sir. No, ma'am. He was not a friend of God. Nowhere in Scripture says that Moses was a friend of God. It said Abraham was a friend of God. Why? Because his belief was counted for him as righteousness. See, my friend, your, your righteousness is filthy rags, but if we believe in him, it's counted for us as righteous too. You know that. It ain't what I've done, it's what he's done. Do you believe Jesus died on the cross, my friend? If you do, then you can walk free from your sin. Come on. But who's walking free from their sins? They're not. Why? Because they truly don't believe that Jesus has forgave them. He said, if you sin, you got to advocate with the Father, which is Jesus Christ. All you got to do is ask for forgiveness. God woke me up yesterday morning, and God said, I, I, I saw a vision and I saw in my spirit, there was angels around my Harley outside. There was angels around my truck. And there was angels. I saw this. I did. I saw it clear in day. I saw angels all around my truck. And then I saw 12 angels around this whole house. And I saw angels at the foot of my bed. I saw this yesterday night. It about freaked me out. I said, Lord, what, what are you doing here? He said, well, son, you asked every morning that Lord put your angels around this. I'm just, these angels are obeying, obeying you. I said, what, Lord? The angels are obeying me. See, my friend, let me give you some knowledge of what's going on in the spirit realm right now. Do you know the angels were, were under angels, even though they work for God? We're over angels. Do you know that? I can show you in Revelation where in the end time we will judge angels. God has put us higher than angels. Yes, my friend, we are higher than angels. They're waiting on our command to do what we need to do. Now, they are assigned to us, but they're waiting on a command from us to do what they need to do. See, my friend, let me tell you something. God has put us over angels. That's why Satan was jealous when, when, when he come to the earth, he was trying to get mankind to fall because God had put man over angels and God had put man over him too. 
I said, Lord, why is all these angels doing what I say to do? Because he said, it's their job to do what you say to do. Oh, wow. I said, so if I asked them to be around my, my uh, uh, camp your angels around my truck or camp your angels around my cars and all this stuff, they do it? And God said, yes, they do. They're here to protect you, but they will not do anything unless you command them to do it. Ain't that wonderful? My God, ain't that wonderful? So if I tell an angel to take cancer from somebody, they can't. Just like that. They're waiting on your command. They're here to protect you. They're here to protect you. So he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High. Remember, I, I told you, you cannot know the secrets of God unless you become his friend. And how can you become his friend? By knowing, guys, this is good stuff. This is awesome stuff. You know his secrets because you're his friend. He tells you things that he don't tell everybody. Come on. He don't. But he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. So, number one, if you're his friend and you believe, but how can you become a friend? You got to believe. You got to believe that he is. Now, I ain't talking about this stuff. Well, Jason, I've heard all this all my life. God's real. No, you really don't believe. God showed me that. You really don't believe. You say you do. You confess you do. But in, in reality, God is omnipresent. I talk to him like a friend. I get in the shower. He starts talking to me. I start talking to him. God, really? Huh, really? The Bible said he has kept angels around you. He, he has kept angels around you 24 hours a day. So number one, if you're a friend with him, you will find that secret place and you will dwell upon the most high. And here's what he's going to do for you. Shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. So you're going to be under his shadow. Ain't that wonderful? If you're his friend, he's going to reveal secrets to you. Number, number one, number one, secrets to you. Number two, he's going to put you under his shadow. <laughs> guys who don't want to be under his shadow but you're not gonna let me let, let me explain something to you guys if number one if you don't believe in him you will never become his friend and when you become his friend you will dwell in the most secret place he will reveal his secrets to you and she, this was said, shall abide under the shadow. He will put you under his shadow. He won't let nothing harm you, nothing. But you got to believe. You got to believe. This is what it says in, uh, listen what David says, King David writes in Psalms 91, verse 2. I will say to the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. Let me tell you something, friend. 
If he's your refuge, that means when you get in trouble, he's going to come refuge you every time. Do you believe what I'm saying tonight, folks? Do you believe it? Hello, Bella. Do you believe? I will say unto the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. If you're his friend, you're trusting. You know, we're, we're not doing too much at work, but you know, I'm doing real good with that. First, I didn't, but I'm doing real good. I said, God, I trust you. You know, I, I, I don't understand what's going on, but I trust you anyways, Lord. You know, I, sometimes when you don't know, uh, see, when you're a friend with somebody, you trust in them. You know what I'm saying? You don't understand the process, but you will trust in them. That's what David said. I will say to the Lord, he is my refuge, he is my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Look to your neighbor say, I will trust in him no matter what. Watch this, guys. Verse 3, David writes, Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler. He'll deliver you. And the form of the noisy pestilence. Verse 4, David writes, He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shall thou trust, and his truth shall be a shield and a butler. So otherwise, it does not matter what the enemy's telling you, because his truth will be a shield and a butler. Otherwise, it'll be a shield. You just stand on what God's told you. That's all you got to do. See, when you're going through a mess, God is fishing to bless. That's just it. Stand on that. Don't wave on it. Just say, listen, I've done talk to my friend this morning. He let me know everything was going to be all right. And then you just stand on it. See, friends trust in a friend. They just trust in him. Listen to what he says. Verse 5. Thou shalt not be afraid for terror by night, nor the arrow that flieth by day. I'm going to tell you something. You are not got nothing to be scared of tonight. Nothing. And number one, if you're God's friend and you truly believe in him, he's going to be your fortress. He's going to fight your battles. And you know what? Not only that, he's going to put a wing right over you like a, like a bird puts a wing over her, her chitlins. Let me tell you something. When that wing goes down, the, you're hid from the enemy. My God. Guys, you don't understand. When a bird hides their babies, can't nothing find them because they're hid. Mm. But we have no reason to be scared of nothing. God wants us to be fearless. This coronavirus, nothing from the enemy. He wants you to fear. I don't fear no mankind. My fear is in the Lord. I don't fear what man can do. Watch this. Verse 6. Watch this, guys. Verse 6. Nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor the destruction that wastes at noonday. Listen to what he says. If, remember, the key is, 
If you're a friend of God and you believe, how can you become a friend of God? You must believe. You got to believe he is, guys. He is so real. God is more real than I'm sitting here talking to you guys. God is more real than I'm sitting here talking to you guys. That's how real he is. Watch this. David writes in Psalms 91.7, he says, A thousand shall fall at thy side, ten thousand at the right hand. But thou shalt not, but it shall not, what? Come nigh thy dwelling. No sickness, no COVID, no cancer, nothing. My God, I feel the anointing. Nothing shall come to your dwelling. When you're a friend with him, everything bows to him. When you're a friend with him, my friend, and you got to believe that you're a friend with him, you got to believe in him first. Because you'll never become friends of God with doubting in him. Never. But he said, a thousand shall fall at thy side, 10,000 at your right hand. So it don't matter what people say about you. It don't matter what your family says about you. It don't matter what your enemy says about you. Nothing will come your dwelling. You understand COVID cannot come to you. You understand it might come to everybody else. You understand people might get in car wrecks 20 miles down the road, but God will tell you to turn to the right because it cannot come near thy dwelling. Why? Because God is around you. My God. The devil can't touch you when you're under the shadow of the Almighty. When you're under his shadow, he cannot touch you. He cannot even harm you. He cannot even get near you. Come on. Who wants to be his friend tonight? I know I want to be his friend. A thousand shall fall at thy side, ten thousand at your right hand, but I but it shall not come nigh thy dwelling. That's considering sickness. That's considering a bunch of things. But the thing is, you've got to become a friend of God tonight. You've got to believe in him, folks. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm sitting here preaching this, but you're not believing. I, I feel that in my spirit. You've been preached to all your life. Oh, I believe, Jason. You said out your mouth, but your actions don't show it. Mm, my God. Listen. You show me your faith and I'll show you my works. You show me your works, I'll show you my faith. Listen, you got to believe. I believe he's here tonight. He is here. Matter of fact, there's four angels in this room. There's two behind me, two over here, and there's there's three in my in my bedroom with my wife right now. And there's also 12 angels around this house. You know why I see that? Because I tap into the spirit. David writes in Psalms 91.8, listen what he says. Only with thy eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. You're going to see the reward of your wicked. Otherwise, wicked people, you will see their reward right before your eyes. And I've seen it. Believe me, I've seen people come against me in this ministry. I've seen people come against my wife. I've seen it right before my eyes. I've seen, I, I've seen the reward of them every time they do something wicked to me. I've seen it every time. 
I've seen it every time. Why? Because I'm God's friend. I'm not an ordinary preacher. I'm not an ordinary prophet. I'm God's friend. Listen, I don't care about being a prophet. I don't care about being a pastor. I care about being a friend. I care about being God's friend. I don't care about a position or a title of the church or the kingdom. I care about being God's friend. This is what he says right here. David writes in Psalms 91.9, Because thou hast made the Lord which is my refuge, even in the most high thy habitation. This is what he says right there in 9. Because thou hast made the Lord which is my refuge, even the most high, Thy habitation. Now, I'm going to show you guys something right quick. A habitation is where somebody lives. My God. A habitation is where somebody lives. You now live with him because you, number one, believe in him. And number two, you become friends with him. Come on. He's going to reveal his secrets to you. You're going to dwell under the most high in a secret place. He's going to reveal secrets to you now. Listen to what he says. Listen to what he says right here. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation, otherwise you're going to start living with him. You're going to start being friends with him now. You're going to ask questions. Lord, what about this? What about that? What about this? Listen to what he says. In verse 10, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague, that means corona, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. Verse 11, 91, he write, writes, David writes in Psalms 91, 11, for he shall give his angels charge over thee. My God. See, I was telling you earlier, angels, angels, God showed me the other night, angels are all around my house just watching. I saw one out there sitting on my Harley, just sitting there. I said, what are you doing around my Harley? He said, I'm here to protect it. You asked me to, and that's what I'm doing. My God, this is good. Verse 11, he shall give his angels charge over thee. To keep thee in what? All thy ways. He didn't say some. He said all. All. See, tonight, number four up there. You know what number four is? That means angels are watching you. My God. He will give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. So they're here to keep you. I got two angels right beside me. I can't feel them, but they're standing right here. I mean, directly. Right? See, I can feel them. See, I got coaches all over me. Why? Because I can feel them. I can sense them in the spirit. They're standing right here. They got wings. And there's one outside of my house, seven foot two. He's seven foot two tall. Why is angels so tall? Because angels, let me tell you something, guys. God didn't create the angels. He created them any size they wanted. 
Some of them are little, some of them are big, some of them are tall, some of them are, I've even seen baby angels. I mean, they're walking on their tiptoe like infants. I woke up one night and saw one going down the, going down the room. Just, I said, man, that's a little angel. They were called cupids. They fly in the sky, you know, they play the little heart and stuff. But he said, I, I shall give his angels, for he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. Lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. So otherwise they're going to keep you. They're going to warn you for something comes. Come on. Watch this, guys. Watch this, guys. They shall bear thee up. In Psalms 91, 12, David writes, they shall bear thee up in their hands. Lest thou dash thy foot against the stone. In Psalms 91, 13, David writes, Thou shalt not tread upon a lion or otter, and a young lion or a dragon shall not trample under their feet. Verse 14 says, Because he has set his love upon me. Therefore I will therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. See, it's all about beginning to be a friend with him, folks. Being a friend with him. Abraham was a friend of God. See, I asked God, I said, Lord, I want what Abraham had. That's what I've been praying here lately. I said, God, I want what Abraham had. Lord, I want what Abraham had. He said, son, Abraham was my friend. <laughs> he was tested. He gave his only begotten son. He was going to kill his son because he believed what the word of the God, the word of the Lord says. He said, you did not withheld. See, friends don't put other friends involved. See, friends, true friends give all in. You're not going to put everybody before God. You're not. See, true friends ain't going to get around other people and deny the friend they're they friends with. No, they're going to stand out and they're going to take up for them all the time. And they're not going to put nothing before that friend either. See, see, some of you put too much family before for God. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You put too much family before God. Come on. You, you, you know, and, and the fact is, if God puts you on the spot, you would choose your family over God. Yes, you would. Yes, you would. Listen, a, a, lot, a lot of people are like this. They, they say they love God, but when they put on the spot, they'll deny him in a heartbeat. Let me tell you something, my friend. Don't ever do that. You're not a friend of God. You're not a friend of God. Listen what he says. I will set him on high because he has known my name. My God. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. And I will be with him in trouble. 
God's going to be with you right in the middle of trouble. I will deliver him and I will honor him. With, with long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Do you want to become friends with him tonight? Now, I, I, I'm just all jokes aside, guys. It, it's not joking. I want to know if you want to make a decision tonight to ask God, you want what Abraham had. I want what he had. I said, God, I'm seeking because I want what Abraham had. How did Abraham get what he got with you, God? I want to know. And God began to show me. He said, son, you've got to believe in me that I'm real. I'm telling y'all, you know, I sit here and elaborate here on this podcast and here, here on Facebook. I'm going to ask you guys a serious question. And I know you say with your words, oh, I believe in God, Jason. I, I believe in him. And, you know, but when it comes to tithing, you, you don't even give him your tithe. Come on. See, see, your words are saying it, but your actions are not. You don't, you don't even give tithes anywhere. Matter of fact, you you want to give when you want to give. That ain't what the word says, guys. And a lot of you don't give because you ain't got nowhere you go. You you don't have a church. You don't have a you don't have a place where you can call home. That's why you don't give because, and, and, and it, it's not just for that, guys. It's where God tells you to plant the seed. A lot, a lot of you don't believe. If you don't start doing action, then you don't believe. You know why I started this broadcast? I'm going to tell you all something. Because I believe in what I'm preaching. I believe in what I'm preaching. And, and, and everything God's blessed me with here, I believe that he is. See, a lot, lot of us talk a good talk, but we can't walk none of it. See, 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 Abraham had a friendship with God, but he put actions to his words. God told him to go up and give a sacrifice. He got his son Isaac, and he went up and did the sacrifice. See, you can't call God your friend when you're not willing to do what he's telling you to do. And, and that's what Jesus said. Don't, don't call me a friend when you're not willing to do what I tell you to do. You're not his friend. He may be your friend, but you're not his friend because you're not doing nothing for him. And, you know, I've been in a lot of friendships. Friendships go two different ways. God wants you to do what he tells you to do. And you know what? In return, he's going to do what? Because, see, the Bible says, delight yourself in the Lord. He'll fulfill the desires of your heart. See, God knows my desires. I have desires too. And God said, son, because you fulfill my desires, I'm going to work on yours. How about that? But see, what happens with us, God is more a friend to us than we are to him. But see, that's why God called Abraham a friend because he showed friendship back to God. It wasn't just God showing friendship to him. And that's our problem. Everybody says, oh, I want to be a friend of God. Well, there's stipulations to friendship, my friend. You got to you got to do your part on your friendship part. You got to do your half and let God do his. 
If you believe God, then you'll listen to him. I don't know about you, but I've had some friends that want to be my friends, but they don't even believe nothing I do. Then they're not a friend. And that's why I had to cut some of them off. Just like that. Because they didn't believe in me. Never, listen, I'm going to give you guys a nugget here. Never be a friend to someone that truly don't believe in you. And if they do believe in you, your, their actions will, will verify, it, verify it. The actions will verify it. See, Abraham was a friend of God, but his actions verified his friendship. Come on. God told him to do something, he did it. Why? Because he believed in God. He believed in what God was trying to show him. God has told us to do many things. And you keep ignoring him. You're not his friend. And this scripture right here will not be effective in your life because you don't become a friend with him. You're not his friend when you don't do what he tells you to do. This scripture right here is no effect for you unless you believe, number one. Number two, if you believe, then you'll start doing what he's told you to do. Come on, guys. Don't let it go over your head tonight. Don't let it go over your head tonight. None of this scripture, Psalm 91, will never come to effect in your life unless, number one, you believe. Number two, you become a friend to him. And if you're a friend of God, then you'll do what he tells you to do. If he's telling you to go do something, why don't you believe what he's telling you? See, he told me to preach on Psalm 91. Now, you know what I could have said? No, nah, I believe I, I'm, I'm going to do something else. No, I believe in what God wants to talk about tonight. So what I'm saying? I believe in him. I believe in him so much. I believe that he's going to take care of my bills. Why? Because I'm a tither. I do what the word tells me to do. Listen, what he wrote in the word, he said, I'll rebuke the divide for your sake. I'll make barns come. And, and he's did that. Ask my wife. He's done that. I am a very blessed man because I believe what God said in his word that he's going to do. If he said he was going to rebuke my divine, that's the exact word he's, he's going to do. How do I show my belief? Through my actions. Through my actions. My God, my God. Listen to what he says. With long life will I satisfy him and shall show him my salvation. Guys, we need to hunger so much for his friendship. We need to hunger for God's friendship tonight. We need to hunger and say, God, I want what Abraham had. I want what he had, Lord. How did he have such a close relationship with you? How did he have that friendship? Moses didn't even have that. You know why Moses didn't have the friendship? I'm fixing to tell you why. Because, my friend, Moses didn't have that relationship with God because Moses doubted God in the first half. Did he not? 
Well, Lord, I don't know if I can do this. I, I can't even speak. He used every excuse. And God about killed him. Do you know that? God about killed him. He got angry at Moses. Because Moses was using up every excuse. So see, that made, that that pushed him out of friendship. Even though God used Moses mightily, but he was not a friend of God. See, my friend, you're a friend when you believe in somebody that's speaking to your life. See, and I, I tell you, I don't even mess with people anymore. It comes in my ministry. They, they say, oh, Jason, I'm believing it. You don't believe in me because you, you don't even come to the meetings. You don't even have come to the meetings. You do not believe. You say with your mouth, but your actions are telling on you. Your mouth is not getting you nowhere because your legs are telling on you. Your actions tell on you, folks. What did Jesus say? You will know a tree by the fruit he bears. What is he talking about? Look at people's actions. They say beautiful words. Oh, I believe, Brother Jason, I believe. You don't no more believe in that freaking stop sign down there that he says go or stop because your actions are speaking for you. Wow. So, Jason, you can tell a tree by, by their actions? Of course. I don't pay attention to what people say. People say beautiful words. They say they love you. Well, show me. If you love me, then show me. I would rather see your feet to action than your mouth. That's our problem in the body. Our mouth runs too much. Our legs do not speak enough for us. Listen, I can show you without even telling you that I love you. You know that? I don't have to tell you anything. I can show you without telling you I love you. By my what? By my actions. Jesus said, they love me with their heart, but the... They, they speak, they love me with their mouth, but their heart is far from me. How did he know that? How did Jesus know that her, their heart was far from him? Because he watched their actions, folks. See, how, how, how are you going to tell a fruit on a tree? Does those fruits speak? No. Quit paying attention to what people are saying. Oh, Flip Willie, and all this stuff got married to you. And all. Oh, he, he, he told you you was the beautifulest queen in the world. Oh, he's all good, but when y'all get married and say I do, he, he, he flips a switch and becomes somebody that you didn't think he was because you're listening to what he's saying. Start watching his actions, folks. You'll know a tree by the fruit they bear. I've never seen an orange tree. I walked up to a tree and saw an orange speaking to me. I never saw it. But I did see the orange grow. And see, watch people's action and you'll tell where their heart is. See, I don't listen to people. I watch their actions. And God shows me who believes in me and who don't. I mean, I could just see it in their actions. You know what I'm saying? My wife believes in me. You know how I know my wife believes that God talks to me? She comes on here every single Wednesday. She's right here on the phone. 
that shows me that she believes God talks to me. She believes in this ministry. But a lot of jokers, they don't. They got beautiful speeches, though. They can say the kindest words and the kindest things, but their actions do not line up. And that's what I look for. I look for people's action. I'm an observer. I, I, I go in a room and I can tell you exactly where that person's heart is by listening to them and watching what they do and how they care themselves. I don't listen to people's words. Words are cheap. Jesus said, you, 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 you'll know a tree by the fruit they bear. How can you know the fruit they bear? Watch them. Just watch them. I mean, their actions will tell on them every time. Their actions will tell on them. Guys, that's all I have tonight. That's all I have. That's all I have.